Hey, hello, and welcome to the Post Gym Clarity Podcast. So today we have Tess Schuler with us. Hello. <laughs> and we are going to talk about all things bodybuilding and competing from our point of view. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. It's been a month. I've been <laughs> But still, like you've been doing this for a while, even with another coach. So yeah, for a while. I was actually thinking about this before we got on. So I started in March. So we're coming up on a year, but it hasn't even been a full year. I just can't even imagine not doing it at this point, though. Right. Like it's just become. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah, you're kind of stuck. And it's just become your habits are now like it's yeah completely different and that's one of the reasons I've been so stressed lately because we hold ourselves to such a high standard because if we don't get the things done that we need to get done our day will be a complete mess like I don't think I could function without having the structure that I do exactly and that also I mean even we're even in the off season and a lot of people don't stress about the things that we even stress about now but it's mm-hmm. also a good thing because those are the things that are going to carry over into when we start prepping with Great. just like step count and making sure that we have our meals ready for the next day and like even though you're eating in your car like on the way to work like <laughs> you're still getting it done we all in the car on the way to the gym yep <laughs> yeah and like a lot of people would make those excuses right oh well I didn't have time but that's what my family's been telling me lately they're like you got to stop being so hard on yourself you are literally doing what other people think is like the epitome of health (laughs) (laughs) yeah tired (laughs) yeah exactly except I will say I was thinking about this too so when I was listening to a podcast with AFIT Adams Mm -hmm. um she was like you just have to want it because she was working what the entire night shift barely getting any sleep like maybe four yeah she's a nurse then like nurses have I harder than I do for sure harder than a lot of people the fact that she looks as good as she does it like speaks volumes about the amount of dedication you have to have right and there's like so many people because now it's becoming more popular where people just want to do it just to do it instead of like actually understanding the lifestyle that you really have to have to follow through and succeed in the sport so it's a whole lifestyle podcast now too when you say that when people are like we want to cut down immediately it's like well where's your foundation for that exactly they just want to step on stage so bad and like they don't want to do the work to actually get there which I'm sure, like, it is so, it's so fun to think about, especially after you've seen a show. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Now in the off season two, you're like, okay, I'm thinking eight months in the future now, or mm-hmm. years, like years in the future, so. Yeah, yeah. But at least you're starting, like, now and you have that foundation, you're not just, like, jumping right into a prep. Right, exactly. And I'm glad I cut down a little bit at first because I was like, oh, yeah, no muscle, no muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> some work to do <laughs> so what made you want to start in the first place so yeah let's get into our questions um let's see when I started losing weight it was it's so fun for me like I love going to the gym I love it all um and then once I started losing weight and 
so I never knew how to lose weight. So as soon as I realized that using a meal plan and following that helps you achieve your goals, I was like, oh my God, like I can actually do this. And once you feel that way, now I'm okay with gaining weight. And I realized that I'll be able to do it again. And this time Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I was doing it for so long, like at least five years without having an actual goal in mind. And this time having a goal makes it that much easier almost. I agree. And just when you have like the love for the gym in the first place, you're like, okay, what's next? Like, where can we take this? Right. Exactly. Just like makes you more excited to, um, do the things that you need that, you know, you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. How about you? So, well, I was always an athlete. And then when I was done with my sport, I knew I was going to experience a loss of identity because I experienced that during COVID. And I was like, who am I? I love the gym. This is what I'm studying in school. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, this is my life. Um, And I was working at Powerhouse Mm -hmm. and it was just the people I was surrounded by. And I just started to dive in and I was like, I want to challenge myself and take myself to the next level and like, see how far I can go and like what what I could possibly look like and obtain because that's you know how I want to push myself that becomes your identity then yeah yeah I will say too you said that once you started working at a gym and you were surrounded by it every day that huge yeah hugely played a role too because I would have even I would have had no idea what bodybuilding was I'd have been like what is a shoulder striation what are you talking about (laughs) what do you mean Um, and then once you're around it on a daily basis and that's all people are talking about, oh my God, it piques such an interest. Yeah. Cause almost like like everybody, yeah, Yeah. like everybody that at least works there is involved in it somehow. Mm -hmm. It's just so, it's cool to see that like more people are getting into it and it's also like more accepted. Yeah. So I will say too, I graduated a year ago today would not have imagined a year ago that that's something that I would have wanted to do. And then as soon right. as I started, I was like, this is it for me. Um, yeah. But also like if I hadn't, so I, I now have a job. I have my degree in um, biomedical science and it's my science degree. Um, sorry, we just got text messages. I need to like mute these somehow. <laughs> but um, So I didn't know what I wanted to do. I got a job, thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. And then I started working at a gym because I realized that what I thought I wanted to do did not at all want to do that. Yeah. Started working at the gym because I was there 24 seven anyways. And I really liked being around those people. Um, and now I have a job and it's in a lab. However, those months working at the gym really solidified my passion for being at the gym because every day you go in and you're learning something new, every day you go in, you're challenging yourself and you're making yourself better and everybody there is making themselves better. It's such a good environment to be in until it's not like there's a certain extent where sometimes yeah. it can be toxic, but right. um, overall, like you are who you surround yourself with point blank period. Mm-hmm. Yes. hundred percent. And going off of what you said about it being toxic, it can like bodybuilding in general, like is not a healthy sport and like being in that state for a long period of time isn't healthy so being super shredded all year round is not the goal it's literally yeah 
Yeah, it's freaking 20 weeks to get to just one day where you're showcasing your hard work and you only get like a couple minutes and like that's it and then we go right back into it. So a lot of people don't understand um the purpose of different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I feel like yeah, more really goers do, but yeah. yeah. It's a really good way to put it because show you're showcasing what you've worked for and it's like right now in the off season people don't understand that the work that we're putting in now sometimes like it varies because you're not seeing the direct effect of your work and I said this before so it is so much harder but I'm like you gotta push you gotta keep doing what you're doing because this Mm -hmm. is prime time for that single day yes (laughs) which is like we are growing because you're gonna basically way to look at it but it's not grow for 20 weeks and like Mm -hmm everything that you're doing right now is the growth to what you're going to show off. And it's the whole, those months are going to pass anyways. So what are you going to have to show for them? Right. Exactly. So it's a good way to think about it too. I agree. So, um, what's the other question we had? It was, um, Oh, choosing a coach. coach. Yeah. Yeah. You can go first on this one because I kind of like mine came so naturally. Um, yeah, you go first because I don't really. I kind of know yours, but well, I kind of talked about this before in previous uh, videos, but it's trial and error, and everybody experiences it, especially you know new people, even people that are not new to the sport. You have to figure out who you vibe with and um, it's it's really just like what things do you need out of them and somebody that's not going to leave you high and dry after a show, somebody that's going to stay in touch with you. Um, yeah. And But you also have to do your part. You have to stay in touch with them each week and, you know, do your part and check in and um, make sure you're asking questions, make sure you're you know, telling them about uncomfortable things that, you know, you honestly wouldn't think about like stress levels and things that go on in your life. Water into your oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And please put water in your oatmeal. (laughs) In your cream of rice. (laughs) In your cream of rice. After you measure it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, You started with like some bad coaches and then. Yeah. To a good one. Yes. And honestly, I love our coach. He's become so like our best friend <laughs> his name's marky v npc marky v, npc look him up yeah on his <laughs> you better He's watch this. very intelligent um so my coach experience started um so i was obviously working out the gym everyone around me started getting on meal plans and i was like what the heck <laughs> so things i took into consideration were price um coach availability and the way that the coach was responding to the clients that they already had that i knew mm-hmm. so the, I've only had two coaches. Um, and I've known people who were working with that person before I started working with them. And that's just how it's been so easy. So my first coach is an IFBB pro bodybuilder, Justin, we still work with him, still love him. He's awesome. Um, and I have nothing bad to say about the way that he coached me. Like I really enjoyed it he yeah, got yeah. for the summer. That's all I wanted. Cause I was a lifestyle client. But as soon as I decided to make the switch from being lifestyle to being very serious and wanting to compete that's when I was like you know what 
I've seen the way that Brie was while she competed. And <laughs> that was, I was like, okay, well, how come she looks so calm? Like everybody always seems so terribly malnourished. When <laughs> and Brie well, so I was, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you didn't seem so unhappy where I've seen a lot of people look like walking zombies and, you know, I obviously didn't see every single day yeah. the way were but overall it didn't seem as painful as I've seen some people and you know that starts from your off season too so it's very um but I then I started talking to you about Mark and I was like well why do you like him so much (laughs) oh there's so many things (laughs) yeah like um like he's smart he knows what he's talking about he actually listens to you and he's there for you in other ways if you need him right um so yeah that's how it's been yeah yeah um I also wanted to say, like, it's also his accolades and things that he's done previously that I looked at and was like, okay, like, it's not just because, like, typing markup. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, (laughs) That's so funny. um, But yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, like, they're a pro, like, that's why I want to work with them. Mm -hmm. It's like, he knows, like, his stuff. And, right. Like, and also, that's why I was good through prep and like also it's my mindset because like you can give someone a decent amount of carbs and like make sure you know you're cycling it around their training which is when I was normally seeing you at the gym um and but it's all like mindset and it's people that you know you want to be there and you enjoy training and you enjoy being a bodybuilder instead of being like oh like this sucks. I'm in prep. Like it's right. your choice, and Don't you do that. <laughs> it's 100 your choice, and you can back out anytime you want. Mm-hmm. And like it's a privilege to be able to even like do that and afford all of that in the first yeah. place. Yeah, I was gonna say too. We talked about this yesterday, actually. Um, finding a coach, especially for a woman, um, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that your coach is able to um give the woman's. A, a female's body what it needs right understand the female body in, in the first place and that's like uh, a really difficult thing to do some people like some people don't know I don't know if a lot of people listening to this know but like women need more fats for hormones like we yeah. just need more fats otherwise we will probably go ape shit haywire like <laughs> it's <laughs> also happened most- before <laughs> yeah. and like also help with like cravings at night like where you're putting your fats and like also where you're putting your carbs like we have higher carbs obviously like pre and post workout because that's when we need them the most and so just knowing so just someone who's knowledgeable in all of that like I mean you could see a dietitian for some of this but dietitians mm-hmm. would not necessarily be like yeah I think you should end up starving yourself just to step on a stage like <laughs> probably not <laughs> yeah yeah definitely somebody with um a lot of experience and yeah all levels at the end of the day it's your it's your body like you do want to take care of it as right much exactly as and they should be asking you about blood work yeah yeah should be asking about blood work and all that important um hormone and personal stuff that Mm -hmm. you honestly like at first I didn't even think of that like I didn't even know same and then I was um, like oh I only need blood work if I'm gonna do steroids or whatever like me having no idea what anything means at all (laughs) (laughs) but like when he asked me and I was like, oh yeah, like I probably should, I probably should have that. Like I already competed and like, just make sure I'm good. Um, right. Jump, so. Because then you also have a baseline of where you are now, where you started and yeah. like just in case things start changing too. 
Right. So we also wanted to talk about uh, staying focused, the mental state around and like prepping food and mm-hmm. all of that and how that can be affected. Yeah. I'm trying to think of where to start with this one. I feel like for some people, prepping food seems like such an extreme. Um, however, I always think of it this way. You're going to be preparing food for the day anyways, or you're going to mm-hmm. be going out to eat when you're going to spend more money. <clears throat> um, and you're going to feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you do <laughs> Really? It's actually the easier thing to do. Like at night, sometimes I'm like, gosh, this sucks. I wish I could just throw things in a bowl, not click buttons, but it takes what? Five minutes longer than yeah. whatever. And you're ready for the week then. And it actually makes things so much easier. You feel so much better throughout the week. Um, and then you're also, you have a baseline of where you're at. Like that's huge. Yeah. You know exactly what you're eating, like every single meal and everything's ready. I literally pack everything I need for mm-hmm. like, everything's already packed in the fridge done. And like, I'm trying to think if like, I've ever been like mentally drained because of food prepping, but it, I wouldn't say it has anything to do with prepping the food. It has oh, more yeah. the way that I'm feeling. Right. Like I'm just tired from work and I'm like, I have to make chicken. <laughs> exactly. All day making beef, rice and chicken. Like, yeah. but also like, it's a whole, I, I chose to do this too. Um, right. Exactly. And like, realistically, so I live with my parents and they make dinner every single night. I'm like, I don't have the time to do that. If you have the luxury of making dinner every single night, freaking con rats, because mm-hmm. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I do the easiest thing possible and everyone's like how do you make your chicken I'm like bland (laughs) (laughs) bland and dry (laughs) it's juicy and it's good and it's flavored it's good then throw some sugar-free sauce on it you're good yes Um, yes but also it just really makes you think about how many more fats carbs um the average person's consuming when you're not prepping things like that like they throw so much garbage into your food right and sugar and process Mm -hmm. stuff yeah it all just like comes full circle and I just would rather have my health now and a really good foundation than end up 40 with digestive liver and like kidney problems you know which I still could you don't know I can't predict the future yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) as much as we can we're doing it now right so Maybe we should talk about this too. So since we're in off season and now um, currently we get like a free meal mm-hmm. each Saturday after we check in. Um, do you feel like sometimes like that's stressful? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I will say recently it's been a little bit more stressful, especially with the holidays coming up because I'm like, I have one day. So this is one thing too, like, so our group of friends is super awesome. Everybody's understanding of everything that we do because we're all doing very similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you know that you only have one day to enjoy a meal slash and a dessert sometimes. It makes, you kind of have to plan everything around it almost. Yeah. And it's also one of the most exciting days of the week. So mm-hmm. There's almost a lot of pressure on it too. Like I want it, to <laughs> work, I want it to be perfect. Yeah. Um. So, I would say that, and then during the rest of the week, you're like, okay, it actually it almost helps you stay more focused throughout the week because you're like, if I'm good the whole week, 
Yeah. And I get my meal and I won't feel bad about it. You know, yeah. you actually get to thoroughly enjoy it. Right. Um, but for me, since I had like a couple hiccups this week, I was like, I don't feel deserving of my achievement. Like I just don't. And that's almost where it gets to be like toxic and dangerous because you think about how everybody else eats. Everybody's eating that stuff anyways. Yeah. Every day of the week. <laughs> but right. that's like I just hold myself to a higher standard. And I think a lot of people like like who who cares? Like me holding yeah. myself to higher standards not affecting anybody but me. So Yeah, and I don't think that you're wrong by doing that in the first place. It's just like where where's the line of mm-hmm. like we have to be careful, especially with females and possibly like E D and Right. Right. Kind of thing. So it's like where are we crossing the line here? Like I wanna make sure like Right. No, you're mentally exactly. good there. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because I think a lot of bodybuilders have definitely come from a place of eating disorders. Um, and it's it's not really a touchy subject, but when you're surrounded by people who don't get it, mm-hmm. you can almost feel like you're getting shamed for yeah. yeah having those meals. Because I did have somebody at work who said, I like I wish I was as um like dedicated to eating the food like as you and Mm -hmm. that was on a day that I had Hershey kisses in front of her I was like are you kidding like that's so nice (laughs) thanks (laughs) whatever because I did not feel that way um I mean things like that just make you want to like work even harder Mm -hmm. except in the off season too this is another John Jewett podcast I love it I love it I just like love him so much um all of my texts that I sent to you I guess I'm like this is this part this is all the time it's like have more conversation and I'm like okay that's the one I'll listen to next um but yeah he talks about um how when bodybuilders are in the off season or they have cheat meals and people be like oh like that's not on the plan like it's almost like somebody and people don't understand that although it might be a harmless comment, like when you come from a place of an eating disorder and now you're just so focused on your food all the time, yeah. Um, just being like, you can eat that. Like we already kind of feel guilt for doing it sometimes. Right, like <laughs> subconsciously, <laughs> subconsciously, it's like, don't even realize, but. Yeah, exactly. Kinda. So it's not hard, but like, if everybody did it, it would like, yeah. Like if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we also said staying focused while being in the gym. Yeah. So this is like a kind of a flip going back into the gym instead of like food. Um, so yeah, recently all of us have been, um, we've kind of been putting ourselves under more pressure because we have like strict time that we can be there all of us are on such routines right now because we have three hours of the day to get our workouts done whatever that includes driving there eating eating again (laughs) eating eating eating. (laughs) so it's been it's been kind of hard staying focused because once you make so many friends in the gym you just want to talk to them anyway I mean we do anyways because we're friendly and we have a really great gym community however sometimes people will want to talk to you for longer than 30 seconds and literally catch up on how you've been for the past month and that's (laughs) kind of draining because you're like how do I end this conversation how do I get back on track and by the time that conversation is over you have lost your pump 
you're kind of chilly <laughs> and mentally you're not in it anymore yeah <laughs> so I would say if you know that you're on a certain time like you have got to set boundaries with people at the gym yeah like that's just how it is um if somebody comes up to you I would say my personal like I try not to be a jerk at the gym however sometimes I'm like okay like I, I just gotta get back to this I'm literally like, I become so mean to people sometimes and like, <laughs> and like as you should, because everybody's there to do their own thing. Like you are not entitled to my time. <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. If, if we have a conversation, that's awesome. Except a lot of times when I have a conversation with someone afterwards, I'm just like, oh, like that was nice, but I just lost five minutes that I could have been training harder. And you train at night versus me training in the morning. So like nobody's really there when I'm there. And Um, I'm there peak rush hour. Everybody just got out of work. Like we're all in there. So like I'll see a couple people and say hi and like, you know, they'll talk to me for a little bit, ask me a question or whatever. And then I'm like body language. Like I'm, I gotta go. Right. (laughs) Like I've got to, I've got to get into my next set. Mm-hmm. it's kind of usually a way to get people to back off a little bit yeah. um except you don't want to be unfriendly either right I'm always like, like oh, yeah, I'll I'll you get to it. <laughs> the person who messaged me and was like you seem like a real mm-hmm. jerk at the gym that one time I talked to you and I was like uh probably because you're a random guy that I don't know <laughs> and this is just randomly interrupted and it was probably like the end of that. my workout huh yeah. I said also don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah, if you're a guy at the gym and you, oh, that's a whole other bag. I of, mean, we could, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. that. Bag of chips, worms. worms. <laughs> I think you're hungry. <laughs> I don't even like chips. <laughs> that's a whole other bag of chips. Oh, it's I like that. We're gonna stick with it. It's not even bag. It's can. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> so we're not gonna get into that (laughs) but I don't even know what to say like just don't do it no okay so I think that everybody has the same thing to say if someone's giving you that look like you can approach them ask them like how long they've been working at work just don't like don't do that (laughs) because if you're looking at a girl who's jack she's in there to get her stuff done a lot of us are friendly but we do have a friend who has been friendly to guys and now they don't leave her alone and she has a harder (laughs) workout done yeah um and that's not really enjoyable because at the end of the day like you could be at the gym to socialize and that's fine but a lot of people are not there to do that except it's kind of difficult sometimes too because people who work out usually want to date other people who work out yeah. I mean, that's the only other place I go other than the grocery store and work. Right. Am I going to cry a giant? We're going to reach for the cream yeah. of rice at the same time. And honestly, I think it's, <laughs> that's when you'll know. I've got to go to Whole Foods. One of these. There's everybody just waiting in the, in the cereal. Yeah. Right <laughs> Maybe buy the Rice Krispies. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if I look busy, I guess, like, don't. But a lot of girls have RBF for a reason. 
Yeah, I have a bad RBF, I think. I have a tendency to try to look meaner while I'm working out so yeah. that people don't talk to me. I would right. say rule of thumb too, if she's got her hood up, if she's got over the head headphones, don't disturb. Yeah. Bonus on doing that disturb also. Yeah. 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 Other than that, like if you become friends with a girl at the gym and then you eventually want to like ask her oh, <laughs> I don't even know about that because I don't want to set people up for failure. <laughs> yeah, because we are probably not be giving people advice about this. <laughs> yeah. It's so per person. Like we don't even want boys to talk to us usually. But I don't know. Like if I have a gym crush, sometimes I'm like, hmm, wish he would talk to me as I proceed to not even look at him. <laughs> yeah. And tell everybody on here not to speak to him. Yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to us. <laughs> I love how so, this turned to like know. prep to like talking about <laughs> how to talk to girls. How to talk to girls. One on one. Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. If you're not gonna enhance her life, don't talk to her. Yeah. Also, a key to our <laughs> our program. <laughs> we had our coach yeah, right in become our program. a trend. So, um, we listen, obviously, to everything Mark tells us to do. <laughs> and so he put not to talk to boys unless we need a spot. So. Yep. Unless we need a spot, shoulder press or squat, and either of us barbell squat. So. <laughs> yeah. Hack squat, I guess. I mean, yeah, on the hack. I mean, I've shoulder pressed like twice a week now. So. Yeah. But that's also why... <clears throat> so I never liked training with other people before but once me and Bree started training I was like okay like this is not half bad because you get to push each other to failure yeah. so much more yeah um, except for then when other people try to speak lower <laughs> because we don't like chat a whole lot we're just like yeah. in the zone and we leave it leave but then it makes you be more approachable when you're working out with somebody else I don't know what it is it's like a phenomenon or something yeah well I do take my headphones out after to like right sure i don't know page. yeah it's the headphones mm-hmm. but yeah working out with other people actually has been like pretty beneficial because i know yes. i used to i really used to hate working out with other people and then <clears throat> i started training with somebody and every time i'd work out with them i was like oh my god like that was like a solid work i didn't like getting yelled at because it was a very trainer vibe i was like why are you yelling at me like <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> you get sick pumps yeah you, yeah. you know what I'm about. um oh. and it would they like they were good workouts but um then I was like back to working out alone and then I realized like oh you can work out with girls too and girls will push you also like yes so I think having a training partner is actually beneficial especially because we're both on the same page with everything like our workouts are very similar we yeah. both have our post-workout meal at the same time afterwards got <laughs> <laughs> to get our steps in so yes yeah that's also what's going to be cool about us possibly prepping together. Mm-hmm. Stay so, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for when. Gotta decide. We think we have an idea. We'll yeah. see if our and bodies are ready. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. And then, Having the Olympia recently, too, like that was so fun to watch because yeah. it just gives you more of like, a, oh my God, like I'm so ready to do this. Yeah. Just a little bit more of a push towards mm-hmm. the picture. And I think it'll be also super fun to do it together because my last two preps, it's just been, I mean, like 
there were other people I knew that were also kind of prepping for other shows. It's we also like, have another friend who might start prepping too. We're not really sure. Yeah, but I don't know if she would do the same show. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but yeah, having somebody there to like push you and remind you is yeah. kind of huge because it's in a different way. It's like okay, and you can almost challenge each other. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like the way that word came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can challenge each other. Yes. Um, because. Like I'm, I'm not a super competitive person, like in general, but I feel like when yeah. you have some issue, it's like, if I'm on the treadmill next to somebody, I'm like, oh, you're going 3.6. I'll go 3.6. <laughs> yeah. Like we are going to be on Stairmaster <laughs> hanging <Yeah>. off. <laughs> no, it won't. It probably won't be that bad this year. Just... Yeah. Well, for you. No, <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> no and for you too, because of you starting in an off season yeah that's so true so i will probably will not have 50 minutes on the stairs which would be awesome that would be so awesome um other than that i think that's all we had yeah yeah so um if you're watching this on youtube you can leave some comments below um subscribe to her channel yeah and subscribe (laughs) and then you can follow tess uh, on instagram just tess Schuler. Test.schuler and then ess.shuler. <laughs> and then it's test trains on TikTok. Right. I haven't posted on TikTok in a while. I've been so busy and I've had um some body dysmorphia issues. And I'm like, you know what? Like I gotta stop with that because people want to see you at all phases. It's fine. They just want to see you be authentic, really. So yeah, yeah. No, but it is hard though. Oh, it's so hard to keep up with it too. I didn't realize how much content you had to make. Yeah. Well, and that and like dealing with just like I don't know the whole body dysmorphia thing because I did yeah. mm-hmm. like looking at pictures from prep and everything right and no one's paying attention to the things that you think yeah yeah here's that much but yeah um, signing off <laughs> yeah signing off um so you can find me um on Instagram at Brianna Federico underscore and then built by brie my posing page if you'd like posing uh so feel free to ask questions in the comments posing we've been working (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and thank you for listening to the post gym clarity podcast